0: Hi, this is Julie. This is
1: Liz. This is Sheila. This is
0: Monica. This is Leanne. We are the Satellite Sisters. You are listening to Satellite Sisters To Go. You are listening to Satellite Sisters. Thanks for being with us today. It is Tuesday, August 18th. I'm Leanne Dolan in Pasadena, California. I'm here with my sister Julie Dolan in Dallas, Texas. It's the Tuesday show, so even though there are five sisters, you get two of us on Tuesday. It's a two-for-Tuesday situation. Julie, how are you? Leanne, I'm living on the edge today because
1: my power cord burned up a few minutes ago. So I'm operating totally on batteries today. But I, so it makes it really kind of a thrilling show, adds to the excitement of the situation that at any minute I could disconnect.
0: Okay. You're right. I'm, it's what they call uh, in the screenwriting biz a ticking clock. We have a ticking clock situation here. So that is exciting. Uh, We are the Satellite Sisters. If you are new to Satellite Sisters, we welcome you. We have hundreds of shows available at iTunes and on Stitchers. Also at our website, satellitesisters.com. But, you know, join in for the full ride. We have a Facebook page. We have a Facebook group you can ask to mm-hmm. join, mm-hmm. and we'll approve you. We're on Instagram now at Sat Sisters, also on Twitter at Sat Sisters. So come on, be a part of the sisterhood. You know, Julie, we were both saying it feels a little lonely not doing a TV recap this week. Yes, <laughs> this week. I miss
1: I miss Ross Poldark.
0: Lynn. I do too. I just miss him so much. I do too. I know I do have some picks and pans at the end of the show. And one pick is an easily accessible television show that if you have not gotten on the bandwagon already, which I hadn't, I feel like you could, you could get on the bandwagon now, still some weeks of summer left. So I have that. You have Tuesday trends because it's yes, Tuesday. I do. That's yes. how we roll. Julie, you have an amazing sounding, uh, is it a diet you want to call it? Or? This,
1: it's a lifestyle diet, but the best part about this, Leanne you do not have to uh, restrict your food intake, and you don't have to exercise. And you are going
0: to lose weight. That is amazing. We're going to be talking about that. Uh, Starbucks, a lot of breaking news coming out of the Starbucks uh, HQ. Also, we have some Satellite Sisters salutes. I'm bringing back that old gambit. Uh, But Julie, first, actually some serious news stories. Uh, You have some global news. Global notes, Liam. First of all, I just, I,
1: my heart is going out to everyone in Bangkok, Thailand. You know, this was my former hometown. I lived in Bangkok for four and a half years. And while I, we were doing the show,
0: so yeah. While when we, we were doing yep. the
1: show, I used to get up in the middle of the night. I went to a very suspicious radio station. I don't know what else was going on there. But um, as you have probably seen in the news, they had a terrible bomb blast at one of their main. Major Buddhist shrines um, at the Erwan uh, Buddhist uh, shrine now the thing to realize is this happened at rush hourly and and this where this shrine is, I can only say like if you know new york city it's it would be on Fifth Avenue right. or on Madison Avenue. This is really smack dab in the middle of Bangkok. This is an area with lots of shopping hotels. And this shrine is very important to both Thais but also to foreigners. I mean, and so in the same way that, like, St. Patrick's Cathedral in New York City, a lot of people who aren't Catholic go to see it and mm-hmm. things like that, that's what would happen with this shrine. So the fact that it was blown up and that 20 people were killed, over 100 were injured, both Thais and a lot of foreigners uh, It's really, it was more, it's very significant. There was a second bombing again today at the port. No, uh, there were no injuries there. But um, Thailand is a Buddhist country, uh, but they have had a long-running problem with a Muslim insurgency group in the south of Thailand. And is that uh, who they think did it? That's who they think did okay. it. I mean, they have you know they have videotape of the bomber, but they you know that's who that's who they suspect is behind this. So it was just a very sad day, and it really you know I went by that shrine so many times while I lived in uh, Thailand and you just, there's violence all over the world. It's just, you know, so many innocent people are caught up in these, yeah. uh, these kinds of violence. Yeah. It's just very, very unfortunate. And the second note I just want to mention is again, one of my other former hometowns, that would be Moscow, Russia, that they had headlines this morning that in Russia, they busted up, A fifty million dollar cheese smuggling ring, Leah. And here's it's a lot of cheese. That (laughs) is a lot of cheese, Leah. But here's the reason why: because you know we, uh, the U.S. and Europe and uh, our allies, put uh, put several uh, put many sanctions on Russia after they invaded the Ukraine, and where over nine thousand people have been killed since uh, Russia had invaded the Ukraine. And so, in response to that, Russia has banned all kinds of foreign imports uh, from Europe, America, and Australia, for example. So that means no cheese, no, you know, uh, tulips from Holland. And they're making a big deal about, uh, you know, images of like destroying the frozen, I mean, the, 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 the smuggled food, you know, they're taking bulldozers and they're just, Bulldozing that
0: Gouda, Leon. It's it's a crime to destroy cheese. I'm sorry, it is. But you know, go ahead, destroy rutabagas. All right. I mean, even that's bad. But cheese, (laughs) just go after that kale, Leon. That's what I say. (laughs) But but the thing is, when you when you think
1: about this, I mean, this is a country where you know they had terrible food shortages for so many years. I mean, so it's not as if. You know, there's always been this abundance of food. So it's an even more violent, you know, act to take, to like smash up the parmesan. Innocent cheese. I know. But it's like Putin wants to deepen this siege mentality. You know, he he came out with a quote that says consumerism is destroying the slightest shoots of spirituality and nationalism. And that, you know, we you know, this is like, you know, the Leningrad siege that we you know, we don't need food because we're Russians and we can survive on nothing. And it's us against the world. Us against
0: cheese. Yes.
1: Well, we just, and tulips. They're... I
0: know. I know. So, I bet so, that's make again, I don't know the Russian mindset, but you would think it might make them very mad to have, see food destroyed. I know. Many but, of them have strong memories of those days of the food shortages and tulips because they love nature, the Russians. So I don't know. But, yeah. uh, and I don't think anyone thinks of Putin as a really spiritual guy, but perhaps he is. I don't know.
1: I don't know if it's going to make a difference, but it's it's it is the emotions. These acts are really hardening, you know, you know, creating this whole mentality that is that that he's publicizing. So, I'm watching it. It's a very serious situation, and I think you know we're very pro-cheese here at Satellite Sisters. I,
0: yes, that yes, that is fair to say. We are pro-cheese, so we're with you, Gouda. <laughs> we're with, we're with you, Guda. Yeah. Keep Gouda free. Keep Gouda okay. free. <laughs> okay. 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 All right. Julie, I am bringing back an old an old timey bit we used to do on the show, a Satellite Sisters salute. Because I had a couple of things. Yeah, a couple of things happened to me, like, personally this week on the Facebook page, in the news, I thought, all right, here's some Satellite Sisters doing it for themselves. First of all, I don't know if you saw the story, historic, two women uh, passed the Army Ranger school test, that grueling test. It's supposed to be one of the most grueling in the military to become an Army Ranger. Uh, Only 40% of the men who try out every year past the test and this year for the first time two women uh passed the test and they are army rangers now so i think that's satellite sister salute to uh these two women they are not releasing their names so i can't say you know Susie and and sally congratulations yeah. uh all we know is that uh these two women will be army rangers but they will not be allowed to go in combat which is kind of kind of a bummer when you pass that test seems but. like
1: they're, they're, they have, they've demonstrated physical superiority to most men, so they seem perfectly able in, they, in my mind. They but.
0: seem ready to go, and I know that women in combat is an issue that the Army is looking at, which is why they went forward with the women in Army Ranger School, and this could kind of be the tipping point. But they had some footage of these two women on the news today. I started to cry just looking at them trying to do the, <laughs> the test. <laughs> like, I don't know how they did that. And uh, a couple of years ago, there was a show on television that profiled all of these elite forces. Uh, training schools and my boys were like eight and 10. So these were their favorite shows on TV. I forget what making the cut. I think it was called and it was just like six different training schools like this. And uh, you know, everyone was just incredible to watch uh, what these, what these people were put through. So congratulations to the two women that passed that. And then I guess the army officials are taking a look at what their role might be in the future, but they do get to wear the patch on their uniform that says army ranger. So, satellite sister salute to you okay Land, that's good all right i want to give a satellite sister salute to my friend leslie okay (laughs) so what what did leslie do well you know what julie she made it to yoga class last night and sometimes in your life that's all you need so it was just a reminder leslie uh, actually leslie was on the show many years ago She was a pediatrician and my neighbor i don't Mm -hmm. know like one of our early shows leslie was a guest yeah, and she's a That's mom. That's when
1: we asked, we were asking anyone we knew
0: to be on the show.
1: <laughs> Not that Leslie wasn't a qualified guest. Leanne. Right. That's a good point, Julie. <laughs> but our her, her booking of guests for Satellite Sisters uh, was, uh, like, who do you know? Do you know anyone who can talk? Do you got any friends, neighbors that can talk? And yeah. you had you had quite a few friends and neighbors, Leon. All yeah. excellent guests.
0: Yeah, right. Before we had Madeline Albright on the show, we had my neighbors. So we really, that was a steep learning curve, but, um, so Dr. Leslie was on the show. She's a mom with four kids and she's one of those people I love running into, but we, our kids are at different schools. They're slightly different ages. And so I don't see her as often as I would like, but whenever I see her, we always have a good chat. Um, and for many years we couldn't really talk, uh, when we would run into each other cause she's deathly afraid of German shepherds. So I would have to stand on the other side of the sidewalk and just yell across the street, hey, how's it going? So like six months ago, I ran into her and she is just in that stage of life. Julie, you know it. We were there three years ago. She has two aging parents. Her dad has Alzheimer's. Her mother's health is failing. She has four kids. She works. She has an adult brother with autism. And so that's a real um, worry for her. And so I ran into her and I was just saying, oh, we just went through this. I said, I don't really give advice except this. Do something to relieve your stress level. Yeah. Like whatever it is, do something that's like, absolutely keep that on your calendar. And I'm the last person that would say, do something for yourself. Cause it's like, that gets annoying when people say that, but there's so much stress around that situation. I know when we were going through it, like, I just sort of buckled down, had a very simple life, but I went to yoga because I don't know what I would have done without that. So I said, Hey, there's this great class at six o'clock Monday nights, if you get a chance. And there she was last night. I was happy to see her. I hadn't been to the class and she said, you know, it took me a couple months to get here, but it's made a huge difference. Because she's in that situation where it's only going to get worse. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not, there's not going to be improvement. You know, she's now, she has to move her dad to a second home. Her mother's moved in with her. She now has to sell her parents' house. And I was just happy to see her. So satellite sister salute to Leslie for making it to yoga class last night.
1: That's a very good reminder for all caregivers, Leanne. Thank you. That's, yeah. a good,
0: yeah. that's a good salute. Okay. And then to Samantha, you get a satellite sister salute. Our millennial Samantha, who I always enjoy her commentary on the Facebook mm-hmm. pages because she's a real millennial. And she she said she did crack up uh, when we did the story this weekend about millennials bringing their parents to job interviews. And then she said, are these people also going to start taking their parents on dates? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Samantha, that made me laugh so hard. I just satellite sister salute to you, Samantha.
1: Okay, <laughs>
0: it seems like that is a really good business opportunity
1: right there with dating sites where you could be paired up. You go on. You have a picture. It's you and your mom, okay? <laughs> and you see who what kind of match
0: you can make. Yeah, yeah. I, just, I hope I hope Samantha that you turn that into a sketch comedy idea or a short series of videos on on online because that just really made me laugh. That image of people on a date with their parents behind them. So there you go. Satellite sisters salutes. Those were all wonderful. Hey, Leon. I wanted to mention um, maybe
1: maybe you've seen the cover of More magazine uh, this month. It has the first lady on the cover. Oh, uh, I missed it. And she is the guest editor of um, of More magazine. And it's a really fine it's a fine um, uh, magazine, and it's a great tribute to our first lady. Um, she's done so many wonderful things for this country, and uh, it, it's good to see. But in that in that magazine, they also they have you know lifestyle diets, makeups for you know uh, for women that are they in their I don't know thirties, forties, fifties, and beyond. Uh, but this month they were featuring a story about the blue zone solution diet. Have you heard about this, Lynn? Yeah,
0: this is the one we talked about. Yes, this yes. is well, the one. Yeah, this is the one where it's like yeah, it's like get a dog and walk it like that's. Yes. That's it. Yeah, I'm on it. We're on it here, uh, here You're at our it. house. Well,
1: I just, but, but see, I wanted to know if you have done what seems to be the key item on this, because people who do this, um, they weigh, at, on average, seven pounds less than those who don't do this. Did I give up cheese? No, no, it's <laughs> because not. Because I, I haven't cheese. done that. No, it's to banish your toaster. Have you heard this? <gasps> No. you take your toaster off the counter, people who keep their toasters on their counter weigh, on average, seven pounds more than people who don't. What is that about? It's because you have a toaster on your counter (laughs) and you're like, hmm, how about an English muffin? How about a piece of toast? How about a nice toasty bagel? And you use it. And none of those those things, uh, you know, can add to your weight. That's sort of sad, isn't it? That's well, because
0: also part of this blue zone diet is like the best toast, the best bread to eat is sourdough, like cracked wheat sourdough. And so I, I... (laughs) you know, now that you mentioned Julie, I had like four pieces of sourdough toast yesterday.
1: Okay, see what I mean, Lynn? I just see what toaster. you mean. You're using it was delicious. You're using it. Okay. So this is that's what I mean. Okay, so you gotta banish your toaster, which is sad because you and I, you know, we brought back toast. Yeah. Uh, okay, the second thing you're supposed to do is you're supposed to hide the bad foods. Let's say you buy the chips for your son. Okay. Yeah. And so what you're supposed to do is you are supposed to put those chips, hide them, because apparently you eat, you are three times more likely to eat the first thing you see. When you open a cabinet, you, you're likely to eat the first thing you see. Oh. So people, for example, that keep boxes of cereal in plain view, weigh on average 20 pounds more <laughs> oh my God. than those who don't. Huh? So you got to hide your boxes of cereal you got to banish the toaster. But see, I don't think that works. Because let's say I buy a chocolate bar and I hide it. I hide it. Like I hide it in the freezer or I hide it somewhere. I know exactly where that is. And then you think about it all day long, don't you? Nothing is going to stop you
0: from eating that. (laughs)
1: Nothing. Okay. Although I do
0: believe it's sort of random snacking that that's true.
1: You know, that, 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 that,
0: Yeah. Like the the chocolate bar, you're going to eat the chocolate bar no matter where you put it. But if it's a choice between, you know, uh, like Triscuits or, you know, you open that cabinet and you see Triscuits, you're like, oh, I have Triscuits and cheese, yes. and cheese. <laughs> don't forget the cheese. <laughs> yeah, don't forget it. Okay. Do you know that when you go
1: to a restaurant, it can really impact? Again, your weight gain. Okay, where you sit in a restaurant. Excuse me, where you sit in a restaurant. Can impact your weight gain. Really? Yes, land That if you sit in a back booth, let's say you go to some restaurant, you are much more likely to order like wings and a big fat dessert than if you're sitting in the middle of the restaurant or if you're sitting in a window that looks out on the sidewalk or something so people can look at what you're eating. Oh. Or if you're in an out- outdoor cafe. You're hmm. more Allegedly, you're more self-conscious about what you eat. You know how much you consume. So if you're if you're going to those back booths,
0: <laughs> yeah. you're,
1: just, you're piling it on. But don't you? Do you think that's possible? I don't I,
0: know. That that I don't think that's something that affects me. But I no. I don't know. I'm not that conscious of what if people are looking at me at a restaurant. Okay. Yeah. All right.
1: Well, the, but see. What, what I thought was good about this is that by changing your behavior, you're not really reducing the amount of food you eat. You're just sitting in a different part of the restaurant. <laughs> or, you know, they say that when you're eating your meals, you're supposed to eat on smaller plates. Again, I can just fill up the smaller plates many times. <laughs> it doesn't stop me. But, you can, you know, you're supposed to eat in a, be very mindful, eat in a calm environment, um, have gentle music and soft lighting apparently if you cannot see the food as well you're eating less food oh
0: is that true or is that just your?
1: no this is all part (laughs) of the research that was done to develop the blue zone uh solution getting more and more complicated this
0: blue zone diet i thought we just had to like drink red wine and eat sourdough toast and get a dog like (laughs) no that's, that's what i took away no, no, no!
1: You got to yeah. you banish your toaster. You got to banish your toaster. You got to hide your food, and you got to showcase the good food. They said the only the only thing that should be on your counter is like fruit, you know, because yeah, that's some that's good true. Food. Okay,
0: yeah, that I'll go with. I'll go with that. I mean, okay. it is sort of common sense when you when you think about it. Some of these yeah. things, you're right. So, but it's, it's <laughs> you know, people there. who eat cereal eat a lot of cereal, don't they?
1: I, I, they do land. I'm not a big cereal. No, either. me neither.
0: Maybe because we had a lot of cereal
1: growing up. I don't know. I just, uh, I don't, I, you know, I have some friends that say, Oh yeah, my husband loves to eat cereal for dinner. So sometimes we j we eat cereal for dinner. It's like, really? You get away with that?
0: Yeah. Can you imagine?
1: <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> no cereal for dinner. It's not happening here. So, okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. But just well, keep that in mind. Hide your, get that all done. So uh, it's, but you know, I, I just, I, I look at this, I can put away my toaster and then I know I can outsmart myself. Like, you, it goes back to what you have always said. It's all about the diet and the exercise.
0: Isn't it really it? is. Calories yeah. in, calories out. Yeah. Okay. Ultimately. Uh, All right, Julie, some more sort of, um, well, in the food category news, a Starbucks news block. Okay, here's the deal. Starbucks um, announced this week, you know, they like to make news with their pumpkin spice latte, Mm -hmm. which says really so much more about us than Starbucks. (laughs) That's a news story. Um, But this year they're making pumpkin spice latte, Julie, with real pumpkin, which honestly sounds foul to me, doesn't it? (laughs) I mean, in your coffee, pumpkin in your coffee. I mean, they've used pumpkin flavoring, obviously, to make the pumpkin spice latte, but I didn't really associate like the flavoring with actual pumpkin. But now, pumpkin and coffee is disgusting, isn't it?
1: It's really that's it's yeah. <laughs> That's not good. Like, that's not. That's not a good. It's not a good visual. No. It's just there's nothing good about it. Yeah. And wh- I don't understand why they're doing that. Because isn't their pumpkin spice latte like people go crazy for it? And it's you know they're wild for it. It's working for them. They sell a lot of that stuff. Why would you? Why would you all? Oh. Because last year... Is it going to come with plan? Well, they got called Pulp Land? Is it
0: going oh. to have pulp? They got called out a lot on the ingredients list. You know, they have to publish what's in it. And oh. people are like, wait a minute, there's no pumpkin in this pumpkin spice latte. And there's all kinds of other stuff. So they're trying to make the drink quote healthier you know uh it's they're not they're not claiming that it's less calories or anything uh they just thought by using the real pumpkin they would attract people who uh are mindful about what they're (laughs) eating and (laughs) drinking (laughs) who like who are they going to attract with this i I mean i don't i don't know i is i have to agree i do not i find that less appealing i liked the idea that it was sort of an essence of pumpkin in my life, in my latte. And I have one every like three years. I, I don't, it's not really something mm-hmm. I love, but, um, but like every once in a while, like every three years, I'll be doing some Thanksgiving shopping and it smells good. And I'll, I'll have a pumpkin spice latte and that's okay. it. But, uh, so there you go. Actual pumpkin in your pumpkin spice latte. Hmm. I don't, I don't really know. I, don't know, William. I guess no. we're just supposed to think it's like a piece of pie in your coffee. Yeah. <laughs> I envision like I get, big chunks, I ask about or... pulp. Linda. I know. It's
1: going to come with pulp. <laughs> I don't know.
0: This is not a good visual. All right. The other big Starbucks news is they've been test marketing, you know, serving um, beer and wine and small plates at night. And now they're going forward and they've applied for like, a, you know, 1,200 liquor licenses or something all over the country. That is probably the wrong number. So don't quote me on that. <laughs> I had this news story pulled up. I can't find it. But it's a substantial number of liquor licenses okay. that they have now applied for. And as I said, they've been testing this concept. And I was at a kind of a random uh, Starbucks uh, the other day in California where they had the small plates and the, the beer and the wine. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. And here's what I can tell you about that. Uh, I walked into the Starbucks and you know what Starbucks smells like? It smells mm-hmm. like coffee, like yes. really, really, really smells like coffee. Mm-hmm. And I don't find that coffee smell like something I also want to order bruschetta with, you know what I mean? (laughs) And that's, I mean, that's what it is. It's like, you know, olive plates and coffee. Like you can't get rid of that coffee smell, even though it's after five. So I, I, it doesn't appeal to me because when I want a glass of wine and a small plate, I don't want to also smell pumpkin spice latte. And that's what's good. (laughs) I don't know. I can't, I guess, you know. They have and, the metrics, they have the I data. And I think the
1: reverse is true as well, Liam, that when I want a cup of coffee or a nice foamy latte, I don't want to smell like some old bar either. I don't want to go into like, you know, where it's all beer and wine, you know, smelling.
0: Yeah. Like yeah, leftover. that's a good point. Yeah, that's uh-huh. it did kind of I was getting a coffee at this Starbucks and it was like mid-morning, but even seeing the Um, the menu kind of grossed me out. Like, no, I mean, (laughs) you know, it just, it was, it's just a weird, it's a weird combination to me, but apparently Starbucks knows what they're doing. They're far more successful at their business than I am at mine. So we just have to watch that. But I would just say. What is the
1: idea that you just will be at Starbucks all day long? All day long. Yeah. All day long.
0: Yeah. Not there enough.
1: People aren't sitting in those same chairs (laughs) every single day long
0: enough. Yeah. Nope, so, they're not. So that's what's happening there. So okay. there you
1: go. Okay.
0: All right. Well, Leon, I have three trends for you because it's
1: Tuesday. Uh, and uh, the first trend I saw, really, I, I got excited about this because I know it's something that that um, faces your husband, that he is colorblind, right? Yes. He has, has colorblindness. Well, in fact, they have now developed glasses for colorblindness. Oh, that's, that's- kind of cool. Yes, they, that this was sort of an unexpected discovery, that these were um, these were developers that were working on glasses for surgeons who work with lasers and that they have to wear special glasses so that they can see what they're doing, which seems like a good thing to do. But uh, at the, on the side of it, they realized that if you put these glasses on, they're called Enchromas, that it also enables people who have... Color blindness to all of a sudden start seeing colors oh wow so, uh, you know but they can't you know so it, it doesn't cure colorblindness that's important but it does provide aid and uh i know you say that like your husband you know he gets dressed and he has no idea like what color shirt and pants and tie he's putting on
0: yeah well uh, it's not quite that bad so right. i mean it's just he's he can't, like, o- almost everything that's in the green family looks gray to him. Yeah. Okay. And everything that's in the red family looks gray to him. Okay. So well, he that's, might enjoy he's, a
1: pair of these glasses. He's just, red-green. Yeah. 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 Uh, maybe it would help. You know, I don't know. I don't know if he'd wear them all just, you know, for special occasions or for, you know, when he really needs
0: to see color. Well, you know, when they're clothes shopping, that's when you'd wear them because that's yeah. when he has trouble, like, does this tie go with this shirt? It's it's really that that kind of stuff that would actually be, be very helpful. It's really hard for him to just distinguish the greens and the grays and the reds. He can't okay, really tell what but... that is. And you can get into a lot of trouble. If, if, you could go to work in a pink suit. Frankly, he could. So... <laughs> That could be trouble, big trouble.
1: All right. So Enchroma is the name of the company that has these glasses for colorblindness. And uh, you might want to check it out. Okay. Okay. So that's good. Second trend. And I need your opinion about this, that this is supposed to be the hot, hot trend in bathroom design. And that would be see-through bathtubs. That's right. Not porcelain bathtubs, but like glass or plexiglass. Uh, uh, bathtubs, so that you would see through and see your whole self in the tub. Huh? Doesn't that sound like a terrible idea? It's really,
0: I you know, I'm just thinking like a mother would. Like that just sounds so hard to keep clean when you're out of the tub. Like it's bad enough when you're in it, and you know, if I look like a supermodel, I might get that.
1: I mean, but I don't know who this is for, like, Kim no. Kardashian, isn't it? That's who would, would buy a see-through tub. Who? Kim Kardashian. Oh, yeah, she's the market. Yeah, it's her. That's, that's, that's her <laughs> or people who aspire to her that you would want one of these.
0: Yes. So, <laughs> But then afterwards, it would just be a mess of water spots, wouldn't it? Yes, it would land. You'd have yes, to hire right. someone to clean your see-through bathroom. But I guess if you yeah. bought it, you would you would have someone do that every day. So there you go. I don't
1: know. I don't Sounds know. stupid. You need special squeegee. Okay. I so think it's more- going to be
0: like the bowl sinks. You know, those sinks, the pedestal sinks, oh. the bowls on them, yeah. those lasted like four or yeah. five years. And now they're just, they're done because they're not practical. They're hard to keep <laughs> clean. Water spray goes all over the place and they look stupid. So, so there you go. All right, Leon. That's good. I knew you'd have an opinion about that.
1: Third item, Leon. You know, I am always looking for a, uh, an alternative to kale, and uh, uh, but now we have a new one that we're supposed to love as much or more than kale, and those those would be mustard greens. Do you eat mustard greens? That's you know, to be...
0: no, I
1: don't. <laughs> that's they're bitter. They're really really yeah. bitter. They only taste good if they're like slathered in bacon. Groups. Bacon, that's yeah. The only. Thing that makes them tasty, but apparently uh, they, this is being pushed as the new superfood, super green for you. It has many of the same wonderful properties that kale does, uh, and because we're now used to eating disgusting bitter kale, that we in- indeed will enjoy eating the the peppery and bitter taste of mustard greens. <laughs> okay.
0: And how do you feel about this? <laughs> what do you think, Lynn? <laughs> what do you think? I'm not very uh I'm not very skilled at cooking greens. So, uh they just go bitter on me so fast. So, yeah. I don't really understand and and tough. I I have a hard time even other than spinach, that's about the only sort of green I can cook. Mm-hmm. So, I'm out. I'm out on the mustard greens. I always okay. feel bad throwing away, like, the tops of the radishes or whatever. Like, I'm sure a better person than me would make a chopped salad out of that. But I guess I could try. But the cooked greens, I'm not into it. Okay. Not into it. All, All right. right. Okay, Julie, well, those sound, um, you know, like a couple of things you're really not going to try. But well, let, let us know. But, but they're
1: trends, Leanne. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm just out there. I'm, right. I'm out there on the edge with these items. You're going to be hearing about it, and you're going to say, no, where did I hear about that see-through yeah. bathtub? Satellite
0: sisters. We heard it first. <laughs> That's true. I just wanna remind people we our Instagram contest is still going on and we're still having fun with it. If you are on Instagram, you're gonna to wanna to follow along at Sat Sisters. And then any fun post, you know, summer is not over, people, even mm-hmm. though for me it is. But for a lot of people, it isn't. August is a particularly long month. You know, there are five full weekends in August, so uh, that doesn't happen very often. And so get get your hashtag out, Sat Sisters Summer Fun, and you could win uh, actually a prize. We have actual prizes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the wonderful Soul de Janeiro beach products will be giving away to a random winner. But it's just a lot of fun to see the Satellite Sisters Summer Fun people are happy, having on that uh, on that Instagram, isn't it, All jo-
1: over the all over the country. All All kinds of activities. You know, everybody's got a smile on their face, Lee, And I love the pictures. Love the dogs.
0: Keep those coming. The dogs seem to be really enjoying their summer as well. Dogs, kids, and and pictures of glasses of wine in in dramatic backdrops. I also (laughs) enjoy those
1: i enjoy those you can't get enough of those Liam.
0: no that's true you just can't you can't um all right coming up tuesday oh you did tuesday trends i have picks and pans julie i have some yeah, picks, picks and pans here uh i've been consuming a lot of media of sorts. I'm still reading quite a bit. Uh, I'm doing a couple more of my satellite sister interviews. I'm taping one this week and one in September. So we have some more conversations with authors coming up. Um, but this is what happens when Jon Stewart goes off the air. I just have this giant like void in my DVR. Like I don't (laughs) Mm -hmm. know what to do. So Mm -hmm. you know what show I started watching and I'm going to give it a pick. Uh, I started watching Madam Secretary with Taya Leone and Tim Daly. This I haven't is, really I haven't
1: watched
0: that. You're not alone, I think. Many people haven't watched it. And I didn't watch it in the beginning because I thought the promos were really lame. And I'm not saying it's the greatest show, okay? Let's <laughs> just And but
1: I'm just <laughs> You don't need much. It a low bar leand. You just something that's entertaining. Yes.
0: I have to say though, Taya Leone and Tim Daly are good together as a couple. She plays a former CIA agent who was a then then a college professor who then steps in very unexpectedly to the secretary of state role when the former secretary of state is killed in a mysterious plane accident. Her husband, Tim Daly, is also a college professor, but occasionally moonlights as an NSA agent. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of – they try to make more procedural stuff than you would think. You have like a global crisis every week, but then you also have spycraft happening and you have NSA secrets and stuff and you get college professors and you get family life. So I have to tell you, it's not bad. That's what I – (laughs) Okay, that's that's
1: that's – That's a pick, Leanne. Not bad is a pick. I mean, it's August. Yeah, you don't have to overthink things. And yeah, it's good to give shows uh, another try. In the summer.
0: And they appear to be like, I kind of caught on. I watched one because I just thought, you know, I'd... What was this show? I mean, it was created by a woman, stars a woman. I like to support shows like that on network television. There are so few of them. And, uh, and you know, I was really drawn in, Julie, by the incredible volume that tay Leone gets in her hair. You know, she just, uh, she has you, the same hair that you and I do, and her hair looks great in that show. So, if you're looking for some hair inspiration, I, I check it out. You there? Jo Okay, well, that, now I'm watching <laughs> Okay. okay. <laughs> I thought your computer yes. cut out. Yes. Were you go- Were you busy? I'm sorry. Did I interrupt something?
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. I've got 80. I got an 83%. Level. Okay. I'm still good. Still good. <laughs> All
0: right. So I think you're going to like her hair and her wardrobe. So at the very least, check it out for that. All right. The other movie I saw I mentioned briefly this week, but I just want to mention it again. People, Places, and Things. If you're looking for sort of a grown-up adult romantic comedy, that's just very funny and smart and filmed in New York. And it just – it has a lot of great kind of urban elements to it. And uh, there's some Brooklyn bashing happening. And, uh, you know, there's – it's set in again, deals with two college professors. But really, really enjoyed that. It's available on your DirecTV and on iTunes as well as in theaters they're sort of pushing it out it did it, I won something at Sundance and has done very well at film festivals and it's super charming and it's only an hour and 27 minutes so it's even you could just watch it on a Tuesday night that's what you could do so it's called people, right, people, people sounds- yeah people places and things and it stars um one half of the guys from Flight of the Concords those very funny New Zealand comedians oh, yes. yeah they're yes. funny right Jermaine you can see mm-hmm. he's funny already you're laughing yes. already So it's a very sweet portrayal of a father. Uh, I like that too. And then finally, my last pick is actually one of a longtime Satellite Sister listener, Ellen Herrick, has a new book coming out. It comes out in a couple of weeks. It's called The Sparrow Sisters. Yes. And uh, I know you're probably nervous, Julie, but I don't think any of The Sparrow Sisters are us. (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding, Ellen. I'm totally yeah. kidding. Uh, but I had the chance to read the advanced, an advanced reader copy. I really enjoyed it. It's um, it's magical realism. That's the genre. So there's a little bit of witchcraft. There's a little bit of magical gardening. There's a little bit of sexy romance. There's a good sister story. And the whole thing is set on Cape Cod. And okay. so because we're very close to the people on Cape Cod after our s- satellite sisters uh, meet up last year, I just wanted to let people know um, that the. Ellen has some book signings on the Cape over the next couple of weeks uh, starting August 26th. And of course, I I also, along with the, I had that brought up. Let me go get um, when it is. But I will put a link to um, Ellen's website. So if you're interested in supporting her, she's got a great story. She, well, she came to our Cape Cod sign up, but she, you know, spent a long time in the publishing business. She lived overseas for a long time. But, I mean, she's the first to say she's in her early 50s, and this is her first novel coming out. It's kind of a dream come true, and she was able to make it happen. So that is a positive story that we can support, don't you think?
1: Absolutely. I I can't wait to read it. I'm looking forward to the book.
0: Yeah. Yeah, The book is great. The book is fantastic. It's called The Sparrow Sisters. So Ellen has some signings Wednesday, August 26th in Brewster, Massachusetts, on the Cape, and then also Sunday, September 6th in Orleans, Mass., on the Cape, Mm -hmm. and then a couple of others. But... If you happen to be on Cape Cod, our Satellite Sisters on the Cape, for the last week in August or Labor Day weekend, uh, you can go out and support Ellen and her new book. That would be great. So just wanted to mention that in my picks and pans. Well, that's uh, good. I know you don't, ha- I didn't have
1: any official pans, but you mentioned to me that you have finally seen the world's worst commercial.
0: Oh, right. Didn't you? Julie, last week you mentioned, I, I mentioned
1: this last week, right? I talked about it. Go ahead.
0: It was the, it was the, the commercial for the sleep aid. Holy that's solumbra. Yes. And it features you yes. you were trying to describe what these furry things were. They keep crawling around like in her bed and in her house. Yes. One that says yes. sleep and one that says wake. And I think they're supposed to look like kittens and yes. dogs, but they look like ferrets or something. It's just foul. Yeah. They're just <laughs> I son. they're furry letters. Yes. They're creepy. It's right. And they keep following her around the house and then she's taking the furry letters out to the dog park and, and then oh. she gets in bed with the furry letter. It's just do not get in bed with furry letters. It's just, it's gross. So I agreed. So I saw that this morning. I'm like, that is the worst ad I've ever seen. And then moments later, I believe I would add just as as creepy came on for Wrigley Gum. And it was two guys in a locker room chewing Wrigley gum and then having a conversation by making underarm noises. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> yes. that? So they were like equating the deliciousness of Wrigley's gum with you know, you know, underarm I can't even say the word, underarm noising out a conversation. Okay, Wrigley I, I live in a house full of men. Like, I watch TV to escape that behavior. It's not... I couldn't even make it through the whole ad. It's disgusting. It's mm. almost like putting real pumpkin in your coffee. So that's. Yes, so... I like Wrigley gum, too. A you're stick not of gonna, gum every once in a while. It's very good. You are going to have a different association if you oh. see... And for some reason, it's, like, shot like it's, like, guys from the 70s. Like, I don't even know with the... It's, sort of, it's kind of a... I couldn't even watch it. It was so gross. I'm like, why well, is this 730 in the morning? First, I have to see the furry letters and then I have to see that. What's Mm-mm-mm. wrong with people? What's wrong with people, Joel?
1: <laughs> I don't know. Lynn. I
0: don't know. Just listen to us. <laughs> All right. Uh, what's happening this week? Hey, your kids, your grandchildren are back in school. It must be kind of a break for Nana.
1: <laughs> sort of, Leanne. i have been, I've, got been—I've got quite a quite a busy week of some after-school activities and stuff. But yeah, yeah, it's it's good. I'm really getting into Instagram, so I really encourage people to go to hashtag Sat Sisters, hashtag Sat Sisters Summer Fun because it's uh, I I now find that I just I I want to take pictures of everything,
0: Leanne. So. <laughs> That's good. And Julie, wait till I teach you how to make the text boxes. I can't is, wait, Lee, and I know we're going to have a tutorial. We're do we're doing it. We're we're embracing this. We are not. We are not letting the grass grow under our feet. We are doing <laughs> all this. We're doing it. Um, yeah. And I have just Collins back in school. Brooks is on a little break and uh, I'm just working hard writing. And, um, I can't believe there's it's summer, still summer. Cause it
1: feels <laughs> it's been long, long summer.
0: Well, again, just trying not to say the word college admissions yes, every single day. Just I trying really hard, yeah, giving myself till September one, trying to back okay. off. There that's you good. have it. That's All good. right, everybody. Go
1: hide your toaster. Put away those cereal boxes. And let me know
0: how much weight you've lost, okay? I think I gained seven pounds of toast yesterday. I can't. It's like they were in my kitchen. just kept thinking, this toast is delicious. Oh, all right. We're the Satellite Sisters. Don't forget. Call your satellite sister.